This is the Professional Stepdad Podcast, where we share stories, strategies, and ideas from men just like you to answer one question and one question only. How can I be a better stepdad? Okay, welcome back to the Professional Stepdad Podcast. I am your host, Franco Zavala. Thank you very much for joining me. This is episode 21. We're going, uh, today's Monday, we're going to jump right into the swing of things, get back to normal as far as um, answering questions for you stepdads out there that are going through this journey, this struggle, the pain, the pressures of being the man, the leader, uh, the new guy in the house. Um, I've had some amazing conversations over the last few weeks uh, with stepdads that are taking a different approach um, to their process. And that's what today really is about. It's called the approach to your process. So first and foremost, I want to know... Uh, if you have if you have your own process like do you have a routine that you do as the new leader in your home um, to develop a, a strong connection with your with your kids and with your girlfriend or your wife or your husband whatever your partner um, what is your process what is your routine I'm wondering because I can tell you right now from experience that if you don't have a process and you don't have a routine especially a morning routine, um, it's very hard for you to navigate your way through the day as, as a stepdad because you haven't mentally prepared yourself for the possibilities of the problem that's going to come out of left field, right? And that's all about mental preparedness, about um, understanding who you are, not only as a man, as a leader, as a husband, as a father, as a parental figure, but understanding who you are as a person. What makes you tick? What makes you blow up? Why do you get sad? Why do you cry? What's your anger? What do you like? What are your trigger points, right? We all have our specific trigger points that kind of push us over the edge. For a lot of you stepdads, your trigger points are going to be the bio dad. For a lot of stepdads, your trigger points are going to be um, the, when you look at your stepkids, and you know they're not yours, and then they say something or do something, and you feel disrespected, or you feel like nobody respects your authority, nobody respects who you are as a person, you're constantly climbing uphill and jumping over obstacles when it comes to your, your partner because, uh, you know, because they don't see your point of view and they don't have your back. You ever been in that situation where you're wanting to you know, be a parental figure. You, you have great advice. You, you know what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad. And you want to be, you want to have that, that amazing teaching moment in the moment where you can affect real positive change in your family and something happens or they say something to you and your voice raises a little bit or maybe the way you're delivering it isn't the proper way of doing it because the way you communicate is completely wrong. And then your partner sees this and goes to the defense of the kids, right? And then when she goes or he goes to defend the kids, you immediately feel like all your power has been taken away and everything you have to say is shit. So what is your process? What, 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 do, you, what do you do every morning to help prepare you for your journey? Every single day, no matter what, I go on these stepdad pages on Facebook every single day and every single day, although it's worded different, it's pretty much the same problems. And 
The problem that, that the, the, what I'm reading is, and again, this is universal, is me, me, me. It's all about me. What, what's happening to me, how people are treating me, what BioDad's doing to me, how I feel, how, what I want. And I think as a stepdad, you, you have to make your peace with one very specific thing. You're the new man in the house, right? You're the stepdad. You're the guy that stepped up. You're the one that stepped forward. You're the one that, you know, stepped into this new position in this new role within a family where probably most of your friends and family don't even want you there in the first place, right? They don't, they don't want you to take over somebody else's kids. They want you to have your own kids. Maybe you can have kids, whatever your, your story is. Um, but for, for a lot of stepdads, we go from this like selfish mode where you had a, a lot of time to do things that you wanted to do. Maybe you're a stepdad coming into a family and you have bio kids with somebody else, but because you're the bio dad, right? Like your authority is different over here than it is over here. And you're not used to that. And because you're not used to that, you're used to your word being, you know, as good as gold to your word being shit. And you're having a hard time navigating that back and forth. And, because, and the reason you are is because you think that it's about you. When in reality, a kid that lashes out against you, a spouse that doesn't trust you, family members that don't believe in you, all of this comes from their personal fears and how they perceive you as, an, as a man and as a, a father, as, a, as, a, as somebody that, like, what are your intentions, right? That's a lot of, a lot of people ask me that same question. When I first came into my family, We've got five kids, right? And when I first came to my family, it was, what are your intentions? Why are you here? You know, what single guy with no kids comes into a family with five kids? What's your motive? I mean, this is how people think. I mean, we see this every day in our society. People are stupid. People are dumb. And people don't think before they speak because they've never been properly trained to speak before they think. Our communication process as humans, period, is shit. So... What is your process as far as communication? Like, how are you communicating with your spouse? How are you communicating with your, your partner, your kids, your family? Like, what are you doing? Are you constantly finding yourself on the defense? Do you constantly find yourself, poor me, why me, pity story, all that other fun stuff? Do you constantly, you know, find yourself in a position where you're having to explain every single thing over and over again and it's kind of getting irritating to you? I mean, if that is you, then I can tell you that if you keep doing what you're doing, you're gonna keep getting what you're getting. And that's what a lot of stepdads don't understand. You have to do the complete opposite and you have to try better, a be you have to come up with a better process for your family if you are ever gonna to get to a position where you can look at your stepkids as your kids, right? It's that feeling that you have where like when you talk about them in a story or you're explaining what they do for a sport or what they did in drama class or something, you talk as if they're your child. And you, you can do that because you've gotten physically, mentally, and emotionally to a point in your relationship with your kids where it's not about blood, it's about your relationship. It's about the bond that you've built between each other. And trust me, I can tell you right now that we, if, if, you do, if, you, if your process is good and you're doing the work daily, um, you can get, you can easily get there. When I talk about my kids, I never say, I don't think, I don't use the word stepkids very often unless I'm like writing something out or I'm explaining something. But when I'm talking about my daughters or my son, they're my daughters or my son. None of them are biologically mine, but they're mine. They're mine in my heart 
and how I speak and teach them, how I talk to them, how I educate them. I don't see them as somebody else's biological children. I see them as mine. But I only, I, but I was just, you know, like every other stepdad that comes into a new, new family, I struggled with that for the, for the longest time because of the way they look, because of the way they act, because of their mannerisms, you know, um, their family members from bio dad's side, all this, these things that I was constantly looking at and judging and, and, and feeling like it was almost overwhelming and too much. And if I didn't have a process, if I didn't center myself and get myself on a line on a process with education, with mental awareness, with stimulation, as far as like um, the amount of time, energy, and effort I put into each kid on, on my communication process and who they are as a person, if I wouldn't have put in that effort over the years, then I would have never been to the position where I'm at now, which is 10 years and my family is my family. We're strong, we're moving forward. Do we have our ups and downs? Of course, every family does. I've got four, I got three teenage girls in my house about to be four. Like, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of drama. My son and I constantly look at each other like, but guess what, guys? It's okay because I, my process is sound. The things I do every morning is sound. How I talk to each child is, is cemented in, my, in how I parent. But it didn't, I didn't just read a book and it happened. It was a constant everyday study and process. And then I would try something out and I would see what worked, what didn't. And the things that did work, I would make that a part of my routine and so on and so forth. So there have been quite a few of you who have messaged me or sent me or an email tell, asking me for help and then I send you things and then you go back to doing what you're doing. So the question, the bigger question is, is like for all these, for all you stepdads that belong to these groups, um, why are you there? If you're only there to complain and to try to feel like, like you, you're, you're in a group where everybody else is kind of going what you're going through and it makes you feel a little bit better, like you're only there to complain. You're not there to solve any problems because if you were there to solve a problem, you would probably only be there about six months tops. Listen to what people are saying that have good information. You would, you would execute on that and you would move on. But the reason like motivational speakers and personal development and growth teachers, you know, like Tony Robbins and them are going to, will always have customers is because we want to complain but we don't want to do anything about it. And as stepdads, we don't have the luxury of that because we start, we, our race is, we, like we start three, four, five laps behind. And we, it's a, we're, we're, we're doing our best to catch up. So going on and complaining to make yourself feel better, but then going back and doing what you were doing won't get you anywhere. So ask yourself that. I mean, have that real conversation with you. Have that conversation with your partner. Ask, are you doing everything necessary in order to put yourself in a position to win? And if you're not, can you have that, on, on, that honest conversation with yourself? Can you get rid of the pity party and the poor me's? Can you stop blaming the bio dad and the, and the family members? Isn't it safe to say that you're a man? Because, I mean, you're a stepdad, right? You You've literally put yourself in a position where you're going to be judged, ridiculed, looked down upon, studied, um, talked about behind your back. I mean, you you think about it like this. I know this is going to, for some of you understand, some of you won't. But you know, like celebrities, when they 
become famous. They get put in the, in the spotlight and everything they do is constant under constant scrutiny. And then there's constant stories, whether they're true or not true, put out about them. And they're always, they always feel like, imagine if like Kevin Hart defended every single thing that was said about him. Imagine that. He would probably drive himself crazy. But getting to a point where you can kind of, you, you, you don't see, the, you don't hear the noise, you're only focused on, on, your, on, your, on your overall objective, which is your family. It's funny how things start to work out. But if you constantly put yourself in the pool of pity, you know, where you swim around with other stepdads who are crying and bitching and moaning just like you are, then dude, you're never gonna get anywhere. I promise you. So what is your process? What is your process? What are you doing every morning? So I decided to share with you what I do every morning because I feel like it's the best thing I could do to help get me centered. So a couple things that I do every morning, right? I wake up in the morning um, at around 5.30 and I go outside and I, I turn on my YouTube channel on my phone and I listen to speakers. Speakers from all walks of life from coaches to motivational speakers to speeches from colleges, from um, CEOs like Bezos and, and, and the Teslas to, you know, certain clips from the Joe Rogan podcast where they talk about, you know, like Russell Brand is a really great inspiration per, for me to people that I know currently in my life who run companies that have shows that I listen to where I pull information. Why do I do this? Because I need to stimulate my mind. I'm trying to get my mind stimulated to uh, a, point, a, a point in my morning where I'm open for education. I'm open for growth, right? So I listen to that for the first 10, 15 minutes in the morning while I just, I sit out by myself in peace and quiet and I kind of, kind of predict my day, meaning like, what do I want to accomplish? What are my, I'm setting an intent. What am I intending to do today? What do I want to get out? A lot of it has to do with this show. Like, what is the message that I want to deliver to you? Because for the next weeks, months, I don't know how long this is going to last, but all you're going to hear is, protests and black lives matter and then there's going to be all lives matter and then no lives matter and then next you know the government's going to throw some bullshit I, whatever it might be and if your mind isn't if you're if you're if you're just living in that you're never going to be you're going to find yourself just constantly behind the curve remember stepdads we we start three or four laps back we're we we play the game of catch-up and and if we're not if we're not looking to better ourselves, we can never, we'll never get to a point where, where and, and again, I don't wanna say we'll never get to a point where it's easy because this life is not supposed to be easy, right? But we'll never get to a point where we're confident in the chaos, right? So I do that, I listen to my, my speeches, my talks, I'm, I have a playlist that I listen to, if you want it, let me know. Then I come inside and I journal. You know, it's just notes. You know, just I write about what I want, what I did, what what what's on my mind, my thoughts. I only, but I put, I give myself um, rules. I only let myself talk for a page, one page. Get it out. It makes me it helps me very clear. Then what I do is I come in my off. You know, I, I go to my right and I take out this book that I created. It's I took this back off of a of another book and I kind of used um, Velcro. And I put a notepad in it and then I put a notebook in it. And on here, on this side, I put my, my, my six daily activities that I want to accomplish. Number one, always being personal growth and then throughout the day. 
things that I want to accomplish. And, and I kind of mix them up. It's going to be with work. It's going to be with health. It's going to be with wealth. It's going to be spiritually. I, put, I try to put something new on it every day. And when I start these six daily activities, I don't allow myself to jump to two until I finish one. And that's, that's key because you write down six and you feel like you have to finish six. That's not the objective. The objective is to put you on a path, your process, right? It's to put you on this direction like you know where you're going. You set the coordinates, right? You're true north. Um, and I do that. I put my six daily activities and away I go and I start my morning. So my personal growth, other than the videos that I listen to right now, for the third time, I'm reading Gary V's Crush It. The reason I'm reading Gary V's Crush It is because I believe that what I'm saying in this show is relevant to the world and will be relevant forever. And I believe that there are a lot of stepdads out there that have amazing stories, amazing wins, amazing accomplishments, amazing failures with the learning process and embedded in it. And I want to not only hear about it, I want to hear about it so I can give it to everybody else. It's my responsibility. It's my purpose on this earth from here until I die to give the information out to other stepdads that will either come after me, the ones that are in front of me that really need help, that are struggling and kind of hanging on, to the men that are right there with me, that are ready, ready and willing to study. But remember, for the 10 that asked me for help, one, guys, one will actually do the work. One. Which blows my mind because you're asking for help. But remember what I said. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. You want to swim in the pity pool? By all means, please do. You're not going to find me there. You're going to definitely find other men there. And you might even feel good every once in a while when you're there because you, get, you got stuff off your chest. But if you come back the next day in the same swimsuit with the same mindset in the pity pool, <laughs> sooner or later, you're going, to, you're, going to, you're going to wake up and everything you love is gone. So... Gary Vee's Crush It. I'm reading this because I believe, again, that I want to give out this information and I want to learn how to put it on different platforms. And no matter how many times I read it, I learn something new. It's just my growth. It's my, my growth that I do. And then away I go. So what I'll do next is I'll finish this podcast. I'll put it online on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Facebook. And I'll continue to put it out until, one, until this catches momentum. And I know this is going to catch momentum because what I have to say is relevant. I call myself a professional stepdad because I've put in the years to call myself a professional. Like most dads, like all dads, and especially all stepdads, we all start out as rookies in this game. And we are doing our very best to have a long career as a pro. And we shoot name for it. It's not something that I can obtain. I can't ever obtain like some sort of an award or title of professional but it's something that I, I'm seeking and I'm going after, this pro. I wanna be the professional. I wanna be the best at this. Not for you, for me. Not for my kids or for my wife, for me. I'm working on me first. How can I possibly teach my son how to be a man and how to handle situations if I can't? Ask yourselves that, stepdads. If you have a stepson, if you have a son, ask yourselves that. How are, you going, how are you going to influence on a positive level your son to be the man of a house and a leader, somebody that respects women and that is hardworking and that is focused and determined if you're not? What do you think they're going to learn it from? Seriously. It's my responsibility to teach my son these traits and as I'm learning them and as I'm getting better at them and as I'm seeking that professional level, 
I pass it along to my son. It's important to remember that. You have to remember, I'm influencing generations in front of me. I can give a shit what's behind me. If I raised my children like I was raised or like I was like how my generation was raised or the people in my neighborhood were raised, I would be an alcoholic. My kids would be freaking, they would sneak out every night and party. My daughters would be promiscuous and my wife would be complaining all the time, period. I can't think about the past. I have to think about the present and I got to focus on the future. But I can't get there unless my process is sound. This is my process. This is my morning routine. So what is yours? What is your process? And that's the question I have for all of you stepdads today. I want to know your process. And if you don't have a process and you want a process, send me a message, direct link me, and I will freaking give you one. Because I'm here to not, I'm here to help and give advice, but I'm also here to be the voice of reason for you. And I can tell you right now, for a lot of you watching this, you need to shut the up and stop complaining about everybody else and the poor me's. And then you need to stop looking for all those pity parties to join and men to complain to. And you need to take a hard look in the mirror. Are you raising your children and are you living your life based off of how you were raised and the traits and, and, and the values that are instilled in you? Or are you breaking the mold? Are you laying the new foundation for the future? And that only and can only begin with you. What is your process? How do you handle things? Because guess what? Once you can kind of get on that level, then I'm going to teach you how to talk to your kids. Stepdads, a lot of you complain about how you can't connect with your kids. The reason you can't is because you don't know who the hell they are. And the reason you don't know who the hell they are, because you don't listen, dude. You don't listen. They're telling you you're not listening. Okay, this is episode 21 of the Professional Set That Podcast. Again, if you want help on your process or you want to know my daily, you know, if you want me to send you a PDF format of the six daily activities, send me a message and I'll email, or actually just email me here and I'll send it to you. Um, thank you guys very much for joining me. Peace and love always. Stepdads, we can do this and I'll see you guys soon.